Raph wears a button-up shirt for an episode. Nobody bats an eyelid. I wear a button-up <laughs> shirt. And you, you guys fucking you, rope me off with a... There's like you a, wear anything. <laughs> you wear anything and we just go in. There's a velvet rope right here in front of me right now. For, for all of the listeners out there, I've got a velvet rope to cord me off from the rest of the... I'm in the VIP section. That's it, man. You're a very important prick, bro. You know? <laughs> we have to take care of you at all costs. <laughs> As soon as when I rocked up, rap the first thing Raph said was like, "Hey man, which club are you coming from?" <laughs> no, I said, "Which club do you own?" <laughs> I was like, "Dude, yeah, I didn't know you're in the clubbing business." Shit, you needed you need chest hair to own a club. I think it's a prerequisite. I got a little bit of chest too, and then yeah, bit. like no top buttons. That's you gotta it. show that and shit. show like a little gold chain. Yeah, and some. I don't like, have a gold chain. You know, so you have to have like a little bit of like white, like dust onto your face and stuff, just to oh. showcase oh. you're oh. you're over there. You know, well, what I mean? well <laughs> this episode of the cheat coders involves drug references. I'm sure you know. I'm sure that no one comes to cheat coders to expect some family friendly content. <laughs> I mean, if they're watching our TikTok, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe super friendly. Like, oh, they're joking about some Filipino things. Let's You're like cocaine. <laughs> let's go and then, oh, let's check out their Patreon. These nice guys. <laughs> but yeah, check out our Patreon if you uh, want to see some of the exclusive content that we're going to be putting out. What's the guy look for? Cocaine. Bulbos. Bulbos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, imagine if they did call that. The white lady is just like, the it's, no, it's not even a myth. It's just some chick that's selling came from, that came from like the club. <laughs> Asking for a ride home. It's like, I've been on this street for about 50 years. Motherfuckers just keep driving by me. 50 years, still can't get a lift. And every time I'm behind in their seat, they tend to crash. Motherfuckers, I've been stuck here. And oh, all this street has is cocaine. <laughs> Fuck. That's all she, she she can't eat anything. There's the only thing there to sustain her is the cocaine. So that's Letter why she's drives full like the yeah. drug capital of the <laughs> We're talking about our Patreon. Shout outs to our Patreons. AJ. Hey. Steven. Steven. Richard. Richard. Mikhail. Mikhail. Mike. Mike. And uh and Jed. Jed. Dang, Let's give us something, something a little special. Let's make it into a song. Mm. <laughs> What's the first name? AJ. AJ. <laughs> you brighten up my rainy day. Steven. And Steven does the same. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> and Richard. <laughs> oh, Richard. Mike. You are kind of like Mike. <laughs> Cause both of you guys I like Nice Mikhail <laughs> Mikhail <laughs> That person Never failed nice. To amaze me And there's also Jed there's also Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining the Patreon. See, Thanks for subscribing to our if Patreon. You subs- by the if way. you subscribe to our Patreon, Sing you're going to get a specific. You're gonna, we're going to sing your name. You're going to get more than a shout out on Raph, the pod, Raph bro. Is gonna... 
<laughs> Man, I made that melody up from scratch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing to do with endless love. I'd never, never heard of that before. <laughs> Oh, Lionel man. Richie, more like Lionel Brokey. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I got it. I just hey. got it. Damn. All right. Since we have this energy, I want to put it all the way into the show. So mm. let's go. Yo, 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 Welcome to another episode of the Chicoders Podcast. My name is Raf, mm. and this is episode number 178. And I am here with Garcia to my right. Hey. Raiders. And all zip, the way zip, zip. to my left, we have Mr. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You're trying to get some intro music, <laughs> yeah, bro. aren't you? The most illest guy to do stuff ever on a podcast. (laughs) Illest guy to do stuff. (laughs) The only guy to go to the club and straight to the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. World Sydney. World Sydney. He's a worldwide. We got Pit Don. How you doing, Pit Don? (laughs) What's doing? Oh my lord. <laughs> I wear one button up shirt. <laughs> hey. Is this, is this the first time you've worn a button up shirt? No, not to the pod. I've worn a button up shirt to the pod before. Dumbbell, 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 dumbbell. Lift them dumbbells, dice and pearls. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, man. So we got done doing stuff. What's Dressed doing? nicely. Thank straight you. from it was my the good. King Cross Clubs. <laughs> the King Cross Clubs. He, he does more than bouncing. He owns my, it all. My my cousin's son, uh, it was his first Holy Communion. Man, I didn't so, know you can do Holy Communion at Bamboo. That's some a, crazy normal shit. Normal Communion, not a Holy one. Mm, well, you gotta get you gotta get in on those holy communions. Like oh, yeah. it, it needs to be holy, otherwise it doesn't count. Yeah, especially at pure platinum, you need to get the ones there. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> you have any holy ones? <laughs> There's holes. There's extra five bucks. <laughs> five dollars? That's a bargain. There's, there's holes, bro. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Going in today. Oh man, this is pure not even platinum. a Patreon episode. We're not. We're missing, we're missing Mr. Nats Blazing. Yeah, unfortunately, Nats Blazing is feeling unwell. So we're going to give him a sick leave for this episode. Sick leave. So shout-outs to Nats Blazing. Hope you feel well, brother. Feel better, man. All the way in London town. Yeah. Feeling down, but still so brown. Nats <laughs> Blazing. See you next week or when you come to town. Yeah. So what's, let, let's start off. What we're supposed to do every episode, some housekeeping, which we forgot to do last week. So housekeeping, we we always give it to Don. Check we out our so yeah, we already said uh, check out our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. There are different tiers to that you can uh, you can pledge up to <laughs> You can pledge five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars, or you can pledge uh, if you want to be our Ninang or Ninong, fifty dollars to the podcast at those different tiers. If you want to check out the Patreon, go to our website thecheatcoders.com to see what you can get from our Patreon. Um, but we will be having a uh, themed Patreon episode coming, coming on the 23rd, the 23rd of March of this month. Is that one going to be streamed? It's, it's going to be a live stream. That's going to be a live stream. stream, but then I'll stay on the, on, on the Patreon for three months. Yeah. And then we'll be in the archive. So if you want to get the archive versions of the show, which will be 
all of the shows, whether whenever you um, become a patron, mm. you're going to have to get that $15 tier. Yep. So, yeah, yeah no, we're not going to get those guys who are trying to do the sneaky sneaky and wait till the end of the year to get all the stuff. <laughs> all the episodes sneaky, sneaky. will be up on the Patreon for three months and be in the archive. Yeah. So that's sure. the way we're doing it. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, also, yeah, our, our website, it also has all the links to uh, the Patreon, also our merch. So our merchandise we've rolled hey. out. Um, do we know when when that's coming in? The the shirts. The, the shirts should be this month. So this month is the um, original T-shirts. All the yeah. that line is going to be all about this month. The next month we have a line ready. We have the designs ready. Yes, I haven't even shown it to these guys. Yeah, yes. I was going to yes. say, man, I haven't seen this. <laughs> no, that's, hasn't even it's seen the, it. It's a planet. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, shout outs to all the people that uh, pre-ordered the shirts for the original, the OG range. We haven't forgot, we haven't, we haven't forgot about you guys. It's just that we've been really under the pump right now doing the podcast and yeah. life. But we'll get back to it and then I'll contact all those people who have um, pre-ordered and we'll go from there. Your yeah. shirts will come in and hopefully you We're guys them printed. will enjoy the quality of it because it's hundred percent hey 100%. so how, well, how how do we want to start this pod well we, you did mention being busy with yes other than podcasts and also life mm. and you just uh want to bring this up where you you celebrated your anniversary yesterday yeah. right hey. Hey. happy anniversary hey, lovebirds the only time yeah. and the only time i'm gonna be bougie as fuck you know, you're gonna go to a high-end restaurant. Where'd you guys go? Eat food Actors. that are the size of my palm, that costs deeper in my wallets. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll still you enjoy. Went to, it. You went to the most expensive place in the city. You went to the server. Uh, we, we were gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go to the city, but uh, all this raining, this is scaring the shit out of us. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be driving at nighttime with all the rain that's been happening in Sydney. Yeah, the torrential rains and floods. Yeah. Um, but we went to a place in Glenhaven, which is nearby and right in the Jewel area, about half an hour from here. I totally forgot the name of the place it was. <laughs> so you ain't is getting a free enough? shout out. But I remember walking in and service was really immaculate. What was the like I don't cuisine? Know, like, the cuisine was like high end stuff. <laughs> there was there was no Pacific cuisine. You had everything like from seafood to Italian to okay. like. Oh, they get like little portions of different things. Yeah, well, that was in the menu. You get to choose. We went to we went to um, three course meals. Um, it was quite nice. I had yeah. some smoked duck. And as well what, as was some what was the duck smoking? I have no idea, <laughs> but it, but it felt really good. Yeah. So I'll have more of what he's having. Um, but also, we also so had bougie, very like know. sashimi kingfish no as well, and um, she had lobster um, fettuccine. Lobster anything is lobster already. anything is fucking it's an anniversary dish, bro. That's it. Like you can't, you can't be like going to a high end restaurant without eating lobster. Mm-hmm. That's that's just like the broke man way, you know. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure old like rich men will be like friggin' nah, man, like. Lobsters for you know peasants and shit. Yeah, we, we eat friggin' buffalo, fucking <laughs> horns and shit. <laughs> you know, you know those restaurants where they just go like really crazy with like some conceptual dishes. Mm-hmm. 
the the bubbles and stuff. You're eating mm. bub- flavored bubbles. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Eventually, you're gonna eat like a shadow or something. That's it's it. Like, <laughs> how, how did you make this shadow? This is a shadow box? of a. Like, fuck. This is a shadow that of a Canadian too, deer. That shadow's too well done, bro. Yeah, it's smoked duck it's, shadow. Yeah, smoked duck shadow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the duck is here, like the food is right here. Yeah, they shine a light on it, and then you're just cutting the table. Yeah, you're scraping the, <laughs> you're scraping the table. The ta- <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you have too much money. Yeah. And then when you're eating shadows, bro, that shit, man, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta check yourself or something. You know what? Yeah. I, you know, I always thought like was really kind of dumb when it, if you if you buy something and it's it's like boutique, it's really like bougie, yeah, and you don't like it, mm. but you you feel like you have to, you have yeah, to, you have to like it, you have now to like it, spending money because you spent it. You're like, oh, that's what I felt yeah, like when I was eating the sashimi um, kingfish, yeah, because it looked like it literally looked like. White rabbit without the lolly, but just the wrapper it's just the paper. on a plate. <laughs> oh, it was like a shave. It looked like a cellophane. Fish. Yeah, it was oh, cellophane. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like really thin slices, and I'm like, all right, let me just. First off, I don't know how to eat high class, so I don't know if there's like <laughs> you just just a fork. He picked it up with his fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I got my fork and I stabbed it. Just in case it was still alive. Sushi. And then, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then and then everybody in the restaurant went, <gasps> yeah, I, know. I can't yeah. believe he did that. The chef came out. <laughs> Jiro, go back to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ate it and I'm like, all right, it's all right. But then I felt like, whoa, this serving is, you know, this is nothing, but mm. I'm spending a lot of money on it. Yeah. So it must be good. So my mind was getting tricked into thinking it was good. That's that's the the problem, right? Because yeah. it's so high end. Like I've got no fucking clue when it comes to food that's high end. Mm. I like my Maccas and you know Hungry Jacks kind of uh, that tier of food, like fast food shit. Yeah. So when it gets to the high end stuff, I don't know if I'm having a bad dish or not. Like I'm just going well. Yeah, like you said, because it's expensive, it must be good. I, I, I think with those places, because like I'd gone to a, a like a tapas place when I was in Melbourne. Like I visited Melbourne before, and the food tasted nice. Like the the the, the cuisine was really nice, but there just wasn't enough portion wise. Yeah, because it's tapas, right? They just give you like tiny little things. It was like beef cheek, and there were like three pieces of beef cheek. And I'm looking at it going. I'm pretty sure I know how to count. I'm pretty sure there's four cheeks on on a on a piece of two on the face and two on the face and two on the back. I am be- the being ripped off somewhere. <laughs> Didn't get enough cheek. The cheek of them, honestly. The pissing you. <laughs> the cheeky on the food, right but, there. But yeah, man, and and, and I remember the, someone yeah, telling being me cheeky. The cheeky, <laughs> bit cheeky. Uh, I remember someone telling me about uh, you know how people taste wine and they they. Like they they swirl it around the oh, door. I love yeah. that shit. There was a there was a whole family next to me, and I could tell they're rich. I could tell they're rich. I'm like I don't belong next to these guys, and they're trying the wine, and then they're like swirling and spitting out wine. Wow! And the, the guy like was giving one of the servers was giving them full attention, telling telling them about like the richness and like oh if it ain't eighty years and over. You might as well throw your money yeah. in the bin. You know, eighty so. years. Eighty years, yeah, bro. bro. I was like, I was, I was like, listening because you know we're in an area where I'm not familiar with. I'm not an area, but in a situation where I'm not familiar with. Yeah. And it, you know, these guys seems to be like this is like a normal Saturday for them, and their the server was like hyping it up. It's like there's a sommelier or something. Sommelier, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like rich 
type of flavors and they had their glasses that looked like fucking fish bowls and stuff and they were spinning it round and round. And I mean, like an 80-year-old like, bottle, is, that's going to be so expensive, bro. Yeah, man. Like, It'll yeah. also be like vinegar. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I imagine if they don't store it well and they do all that stuff, like it'll, it'll just taste like vinegar. Yeah, man, and yeah. That, and that, like I'm pretty sure 80 years ago they'll be stepping on that shit. So <laughs> yeah, I guess so the, the stench of uh, uh, 80 year olds' feet, mm-hmm. which was probably 20 year old, 20 year old back then, but <laughs> aged with the person. Yuck! You know, I I don't know, man. They even smelt it. I'm like, do you smell feet? And I'm like, you know, but you know, I think they're they're as like oblivious as I am. They're probably yeah, like they're this guy. This yeah, they, yeah. they got to be pretending and shit. Like I wasn't pretending as much as them, but yeah, they seemed rich. And <laughs> so so you, I always, you had no idea. Just now I have no idea. These guys are rich. I always sure. do, I always do the trick of asking the waiter what their opinion is on the food. Yeah, and like oh, I'm going to be ordering this. What would you What would you say pairs well with this? Mm. Pairs yeah. well. What well, pairs well with this? And then they'll they'll be like, oh, there's this, and then there's this one, and then they'll what they'll do is they they'll open the bottle and then let you have a taste. Yeah. And then you taste it and you just go, yeah, okay, yes, yes, I'll have a glass of that, please. <laughs> this is delicious. <laughs> I'll have some more. <laughs> to be I'll real, have to be real, out of us three, I think Don would be the most douchiest um, bougie <laughs> guy. At us three, at us three, at a restaurant, this yeah. guy would. Definitely do all that douchey uh, stuff. Bro. Have you ever done so? He'll bring his own bucket to spit in, bro. That's what I get. <laughs> he has his bucket is his own tabo. It's like two in one purpose. <laughs> he has a bucket. After I spat the wine out, then I wash my own ass with it. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. it, bro. Yeah. You, want, you got a whiny ass. This is what it is. This guy's rich. He doesn't use toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> he uses a wine spitting thingy-mabog as a tabo. If this oh, tabo isn't 80 years old, <laughs> might as well throw away your money. If this water. <laughs> That's gonna be on my ass. It's not eighty years old. Eighty year old water. Yeah. Oh man, that's a weird thing. Like to think about it. Like the lives that wealthy people live. Mm. Like we're living with them side by side, but the world is completely different to them. Yeah. Like Hell the way yeah. that they talk to people and stuff, or like just having that access to shit. Mm. Eighty year old bottle of wine. Like a lot of people wouldn't. Like that's worth in the house or some shit, right? Mm. Yeah, that's it. Like, and and that's I mean, someone's drink. Bro. I mean, I mean, it's like it's different different strokes, right? Like, we've drunk eighteen year old whiskey, mm. right? Eighteen year old whiskey, and that that's for for me. Wine isn't a thing. Like, I like I do enjoy drinking wine if it's paired with like food and all this stuff. Yeah. But if I were to go somewhere and hang out with you guys, I'd be like, fuck it, let's get an eighty year old whiskey. No, but Unless we wouldn't get a it. bottle. I'm just going to get a glass. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone pay for your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if it was free, I'd drink it. Like, i drink wine and it's free. Yesterday, I mean, on, on my anniversary, they're like, happy anniversary, you get a free um, glass of wine. And my wife was like, I'm pregnant, I can't have it. And then uh, they, they like, asked me, yes. I'm like, ah. yeah. Raph was like, more for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this was a broke thing to say. I was like, can I have hers too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up having one, but you know, <laughs> this is what it is. I wanted two, but uh, yeah, so that was the broke me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not broke. That's that's resourcefulness. Hey, that's, what that's that it, is. bro. That, you know, like I'm Filipino. We, we don't want to, anything to be sayang. Yeah, you don't yeah. waste nothing. Don't want to waste it, especially if it's like an offer, like a free offer. Waste oh, not, for sure. Bro, once not. If I could get two free um, drinks, I'm gonna have to get those two free drinks. Mm. 
you know like even if like the limit of drinks i have to have is two then or even one like i'll push it because it's free you know there's places as well we kind of forget that the people that work there are like the same as us yeah i can imagine they're full like really like back straight posture nice and really spoken well yeah. But then I could imagine them just going into the, like fucking it's a job Honda Civic. Them. Yeah, no, well, nineteen ninety five. They're not rich people. They're yeah. obviously working there. So when working class, like when when like we go into a place like that where they're not dealing with, you know, very um, I don't know, like looking down on your nose type of people. Mm. I think they appreciate that shit. Like whenever, so my sister had her birthday before. She's a fruity, so we'd always go to someplace nice and stuff, right? Yeah. And we would be the type to be like. Hey, what's in this, man? What does that mean? Because it's not even like I'm not really, you know, how am I supposed to know something in French? Like, yeah, like this thing. And they're, and they're so like um, appreciative of the fact that they get to actually explain it to you like, yeah. in layman terms and shit. Mm. It's like, oh, bro, this is actually good. They, they, this is special. This is expensive because they did this and that. Like, the prep isn't in the kitchen. The prep was when the cow was born. That's, that's what that's I appreciate. That's what I appreciate yeah. when you're going to yeah. a place where they're you. You can tell that the staff is passionate about the food, and you can tell that they're they're passionate about the like the product because they're like, oh, this, this, this is this is important because of this. Yeah. But then um, again, I'm like, like you know, the way that I am, I like to think, and I think sometimes we're just paying for the lie. Like, you know, <laughs> I, like what? maybe the bull did come from like you know uh, a this this particular background and been fed this particular food for 14 years or something mm. but like at the same time i'm thinking maybe this is the same thing that maccas get but they're just saying the lie to make you butter up you know? <laughs> like me thinking like this is expensive therefore it must be good could be, be one of those things that tie into like maybe we're paying for the for the, lie. the lie that they have you know it could be the same shit that you can get from an outback steakhouse you know and that's what got me thinking. I'm like, yeah, I was eating the salad, and I'm like, imagine if they got the salad from like, do they, do they get this from Costco? This cabbage from say <laughs> a special rich restaurant, or do they get it from the same people other restaurants get? You know, like maybe we're just paying for like yeah. as like t-shirts, like t-shirts and fashion. We're paying for the brand and the name itself. You also yeah. pay for the story of the, the yeah. brand. Yeah, and then right? the, the story oh, for the brand yeah. and the and the probably possibility of a lie of this particular food you're about to eat. You know, this was like, what you call it? This is Osama Bin Laden's last meal and therefore we kept a bit, a bit of the cow and now mm. it's told away, come to you. <laughs> Did you hear about 2 chains? Yeah. Two chains apparently it's got bought three now. Yeah, <laughs> got three chains. He apparently bought a rock. His name. Yeah, a rock that is from the moon. Right. So and then how much was, did he spend on the rock? He spent. Uh, he spent on the rock. I think it was about. Wait, Johnson, Dwayne Johnson? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> a no. Piece, piece of his bicep. Yeah. Uh, he spent. I think about like a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Jesus. Okay, that's what I was expecting he would do. Yeah, on a rock. Was that was that from his show? Because he had a show that was like uh, all of these ex- the expensive things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's paid- Most expensivist, I think. Yeah. Mm. And he spent 300 bucks on a burger, like mm. a single burger, because it had gold flaking that's in it. That's some bullshit. I, I hate that stuff, man. You know what I mean? When people put um, gold flakes on things and then mark up the price just because there's a gold yeah. film or something. yeah. But do you believe, like, like, do you believe if if someone goes up to you and say, "I bought this for this amount because this is a rock that came from the moon," and then you look at it, 
it looks like a it's rock, just a normal rock that came from Naraginji. You know, like yeah, yeah. like the like the park down the just road. There's a sticker on that that says "Made in the Moon." That's it. Like you're you're <laughs> paying the you're moon. paying for that that's that certificate that 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 proves it yeah, to yeah. be in the moon. But like it, yeah, it's the it's the intrinsic value that we put on it. Right. Like for for him, it's he, worth two hundred grand. It, it's worth two hundred yeah. grand, but like. Between him and the person who sold it to him, that intrinsic value of that rock is two hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Anybody else who believes that in that that in that value would want to pay that or more for that rock as well. Yeah. And it's only when you value that thing that you go, yeah, that's that's worth two hundred. That's right. I yeah. think that's one yeah. of the things that wealthy people value more: the story behind shit, right? And this is this is practically NFTs, right? Oh, like like practically putting value on something that could be looked at as I don't know I don't, maybe worthless maybe or it priceless. is because the the more valuable ones are the ones that are usually tied to like we're having an NFT conversation with Nats. Nats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're making Nats as formal as possible and depth. as angry <laughs> as possible when he listens back yeah. to He's this gonna be podcast. Like, That's just wrong, man. Because it's practically putting value on something. Like I mean, yes, it is. Making yeah. it say a one of a kind thing of your ownership to own yeah. this yeah. particular part of art that is on digital like platform, even right? like um, online real estate or something. Mm. The ones that are around celebrities, ones yeah. are the valuable ones because it's because it's next tied, door neighbor to Snoop. It's tied to some intrinsic value, yeah, around around that thing. And I guess it is kind of like NFTs. Well, congratulations um, <coughs> to the guy who sold that rock to to the two chains. Would it be NASA? Where the fuck is... Who else has no got like rocks that. from the moon, though? That's it. They said yeah. it came from, like, Apollo 11 when they first got onto... Mm. Like the, so they, they even added more story saying that it came from the first landing on the moon. Yeah. So that bumped the price up even more. It's, it's always that... Um, yeah, that, that amazing, like, story. Because the, the, I think the thing that rich people and wealthy people have is that I've got something desirable, whether it's, like, something stupid... Mm. But again, it's desirable because of this reason. Apparently, like, um, like old weapons and stuff. Like, you know, people like have access from the medieval times and yeah. some shit. Apparently, that is worth more if it's killed someone. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah. kind of like significantly yeah. killed someone. That's and and who who it's killed? Like that yeah. kind of thing yeah. is another thing. So it it's like um, the Mona Lisa. Like the Mona Lisa wasn't valued very highly until it was like stolen or misplaced or, or whatever, and people thought it was stolen, and then it kind of grew in notoriety because yeah. it went missing though. and you know people it's kind of you know how they say the Mona Lisa is kind of overrated you look at it and you'll be like oh yeah apparently it's like the size of an A4 page or some shit like it's not very big mm. yeah it comes to these things that you're actually not paying for or <laughs> that was my Filipino side like oh it's fucking tiny why was it so much like cost so I think much it's, I think it's A3 I'm, I'm, I'm quantity over quality <laughs> I think it's A3 but if the, it was as big as this wall maybe you know, the annoying thing the annoying thing as well right the annoying thing as well when, when I went to the Louvre to, to see uh, like the, the Mona Lisa yeah it was so packed this is like years ago it was so packed that you the view that I got from it was from somebody's phone because right. everybody's like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. got their phone up trying mm. to catch a, a glimpse. You of didn't the, have a selfie stick. The, Mo- to the Mona Lisa, no, I wasn't as Asian back in the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, and so much more people put value on the thing. Hey, bro, it's all good. You can chill. Um, so much more people put value on the thing. So that intrinsic value of the art increases because more and more people value that thing. Right, right, right. You're practically, you know I mean? you're paying for the story. Like, yeah, 
apparently you're paying for something that you're not seeing. You know? The history of the it. The history the of it. Like, well, apparently Leonardo didn't even make it. It's one of his... Um, he signs that shit. So back in the day, they've got their uh, workshops, right? And you, you, you've got um, interns and that, people mm. that you're training up to be artists and things. Mm. And all the work that comes out of that, um, that workshop is yours, basically. Yeah. So it's not him that made that thing. It was just one of his students. Yeah, yeah. that's like with fashion labels. Like they mm. design it, but they don't actually make it. Yeah, yeah. Or they get a room full of other designers to create. Yeah. And then what they the make designer it rule. Yeah, they, they make yeah. it somewhere else. And then, then after that, they sell it. And then yeah. all the credit goes to that one person. Yeah. You know, like there, there's, a, there's a clause in most, like I think, employment contracts that says IP like in, in uh, intellectual property, mm. right. that if you create something underneath the company, then they own yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. intellectual property. Right. I'm it. sure like Nats is missing out on this because like he w- I think he would really enjoy this conversation yeah. that we're having. Of the day that he's not the day is he I know, I know Nats bought, uh, <laughs> I can't remember which platform it was, but it was, uh, yeah, the, the electronic real estate stuff, right? Yeah. He bought Kanye's childhood house. yeah. In Chicago, yeah, I, I wonder how that. I wonder how that bumped up because of the documentary. I'm sure it would have oh, gone. I reckon up. it had a significant. Hey, I reckon Matt is kicking his. Well, making sure that he hasn't sold it yet. But yeah. If he did, he'd be like, oh, oh, bitch. But yeah, that yeah. that intrinsic value of that house or that that real estate, that, uh, electronic real estate, would have gone up. Yeah, because of Don the two, because of the documentary. Um, the, the thing's called the Upland. Upland, yeah. Yeah. So more and more people will put on this value intrinsic value onto this thing so the higher the demand of this thing the more the, the more the, the value the more, yeah, the yeah. more yeah it's always the thing they talk about at auctions too eh? hmm. so they don't go oh yeah um, he's a motorcycle but they don't say like like yeah they, they don't introduce it like oh this motorcycle is is you know it's good, this size engine or whatever um, they always talk about where it's from yeah. It. It's like this was actually owned by Elvis, and he bought it for his wife. Yeah, and Porn then stars. eventually at the end, it's like, mm. so you've got an idea of why it's valuable. That's yeah, it. and then it's like, you know what? If Elvis sat on that shit, I want to sit on that shit. That's Here's two hundred thousand. Mm. Like, like, I, like I always watch um, porn, sc- porn stars or Storage Wars. I like all those stars, stars all that <laughs> stuff, bro. Yeah, I love porn stars, bro. Especially when they like. Why is this porn star valuable? <laughs> like, especially well, when see, they want to negotiate. Elvis sat on her face. That's it. <laughs> What's her story? <laughs> hey, you see, there you go. Well, she sat on Elvis's her face. Her stepbrother. I mean, she got stuck at the in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, like, but see, like, that story's not as rare anymore, so yeah, yeah. don't put as much value anymore. I know the step the stepbrother porn value has really decreased because of the <laughs> saturation of the market. You know? you, you, wait, can I just share? I, the other day, I saw this video of someone that actually did get stuck in the dryer. How sway? It's I think they were just trying to dumb stupid shit. You know, you know, like young YouTubers, right? And go, oh, like you do it there, hmm. and she actually got stuck. And there's like a police dude that's been called to the house to try and help her get out. Yeah. And um, I didn't find it like sexy at all. <laughs> like, at no point did I think, you know what, <laughs> I'm going to have a bat. <laughs> this motherfucker was struggling. I was scared for this person. Like, man, you could, you can't breathe. You can't get your How? Uh, your legs in and out. Well, but did, did they like put their entire person inside the yeah, washing yeah, machine? Right, right. Instead of just sticking their head in and going, oh, I'm stuck. No, 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 no. They were actually in there. And the, <laughs> the scary thing is because that thing spins as well. So they're trying to like maneuver themselves in a certain yeah. position. So 
able to get out. But then they just tip themselves upside down. Look at this guy trying to put the value of um, that type of porn up. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> Adding a story to it. Like, <laughs> it could be dangerous. You know, these guys are really putting their lives in danger when they're fucking, you know. Therefore, <laughs> the value of this type of porn should be yeah, more higher yeah, than, yeah. A, say, a stepbrother brother the, one. The stepbrother porn stocks are plummeting. Imagine high-stakes porn. Like, just like... They're they're on a they're on a cliff hang dang, dangling bro. off of the fucking rock climbing thing. And they, they exist. They, they exist. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm not bro. even kidding, man. <laughs> they, there's ones where they're skydiving and then they're on a, in a parachute. No, bro, bro, they're tandem. They're already together, and they, they and people do that in the nude. Imagine all the time. walking like down the street and then just sperm just lands on your head. <laughs> Like, oh, fuck, look at this bird shit. I, oh, and the guy no. above was like, that's not bird shit. I, I seen another video of this chick who's trying to be cute, doing, like sticking their tongue out while doing a <laughs> selfie. And legit, a fucking bird shit drops right on her tongue. Nah, that's not real. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Oh, man. I had to send that shit. Like, oh, man, I'm going to fucking share this, man. Or that NFT would be like high in value as well. <laughs> <laughs> that type of shit, like... Nowadays, have you seen porn or is it like less creative? Now, now my hand's stuck on the couch. <laughs> what? what? Now my hand's stuck yeah, on the couch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now fuck me. There's no creativity. Like if you want to do some shit, man, be creative with it. Like, like no matter what the thing is, you have to commit. <laughs> commit. I think I, I think I dropped two cents down the couch. Oh no, I'm stuck. That's it. I'm like, well, let me help you. Eventually, it'll be, you know, going back to like the college girl type thing. I'm stuck on this question. <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason, there's a dude behind <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's this circle so here. Dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's so dumb. I love, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since we're going this direction, let's do it. Oh, man. No, well, the, the wild thought today isn't really about like anything porn related, but. Um, I suppose in a way it's got something to do with sex too because uh, I kind of had this idea that um, the again, there's like the whole dating scene, right? What if we put kind of put a Filipino spin to it? But a more personal one because COVID's not that big of an issue at the moment. Mm. Like, you know, lockdowns are, are down. But what I wanted to do was uh, have a introduce jeepneys to, to Sydney, right? And then that will be the the dating service. So for a bunch of guys will be like getting in the jeep thing. For context, the jeepneys are like public transport. They're like buses in the Philippines. Yeah, I mean, if there's any Filipinos listening to this, non-Filipinos <laughs> listening. <to this>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just realized. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so a jeepney. There's no seatbelts in that thing. Everybody's sitting next to each other. Yeah, and it's kind of like Bumble where. Um, pretty much guys will flock to it and then it's up to the girls whether they want to like match up with you and shit, right? <laughs> Instead of us swiping, the girls will then be picked up but then they can condone on the guy that they want to match with. Uh, so there's no seats for the, the girls but they're, they're going to sit on the dude's lap like if they like him and shit. And then we're going to circle around. If they want to, we're going to drop them off to their house or the yeah. 7-Eleven if they got to pick up some, some stuff. And then at the, after the three minutes and 27 seconds is done, we'll come around and pick them up again <laughs> and then drop them off. So it's like a, a dating service, but in the jeepney. Sounds like a, that right? sounds like an efficient way to hook up service. That's what that is. It's an efficient way to, to spread sexual transmitted disease. Yeah, uh, but I mean, <laughs> if they go to the 7-Eleven first, then hopefully they'd be getting the contraceptives. Hopefully. 
I, I would have been going there to stop for Slurpees and stuff. <laughs> but because uh, you need, oh, I need that right after. Yeah. Something cool. You need down. to rehydrate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And a slurp I, after the slurp, bro. I, I, have a sto- <laughs> I have a story. When I was. <laughs> so years ago, when I was in Samoa, um, they've got things that are similar to Jeepneys. They're just buses, right? Yeah. Um, it's like a flatbed truck that they put chairs in. And then every uh, bus in Samoa has a subwoofer in it. Right. So you can hear the fucking bus coming down. Everyone's from always playing Tupac. I remember sitting, standing at the bus stop and all of a sudden you hear. <laughs> candy shop. Oh, and it was shit. a fucking bus. Anyway, the bus was packed yeah. and I'm there with some friends, right? Um, and what they do in Samoa is they sit on people's laps. So I'm like standing and trying to look for a seat. And this is big Samoan dude that goes, looks at me, <laughs> taps on his, taps oh, on his lap. And I was like, um, you're his girlfriend now. And then, <laughs> and then everybody, and then everybody in the, the you are the candy. Yeah. Every, everybody in the bus was just like, hurry up, go. You got to sit. Cause on that was, magic that stick. was just like normal. He's like looking and at so, you. So seductive. <laughs> from, exactly. From, for about 20 minutes, this 20 minute ride into the capital. I'm sitting on this dude's lap with. I had to, man. Was it vibrating on your At least on the chimney, you could just go to the side of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'll stay outside. But I'll stay outside, dude. Sorry. See, the thing is, like, what, uh, people were doing that anyway. Like, people would just sit on uh, other people's laps. Yeah. And then they would get off the bus, and that was it. And I, I, was, I was like, oh, okay. That's just the way it is. Things will never wait, be the same. So, wait, did you exchange numbers? Um, <laughs> we've been dating now for about five years. No, just <laughs> Uh, but in all seriousness, though, the whole jeepney in, in Sydney thing, I mean, aside from, um, you know, the safety issues because there's no seatbelts and that and stuff, um, I kind of realized, like, you can't have that shit in Australia. Cause You're talking about the buses. The buses don't even have seatbelts. No, 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 no. Not, not just that. But that, that driver, he's doing like three people's jobs in one go, man. So yeah. he's, he's driving the jeepney. He's also fucking the accountant or whatever, like... Because he's got to calculate everyone's fares. Yeah, and um, and and this is guy. This is the guy that also is like, pretty pretty much his own um, like business manager. Because that's his own shit. Mm. Yeah, man. He's also respect. the upholsterer, like the guy that cleans the the um, the, the jeepney after every like. He doesn't have a guy for it. There's no. Yeah, he's not a company. He's not so a that syndicate. Dude's got it's just four him. jobs. Yeah. And and this is after us talking about shit like oh you know in fields you got like this very menial type. Um, like roles that shouldn't even exist. Like yeah. someone to give you a ticket before you get to the toll, and then another person at the actual window. It's like there's there's people doing five jobs at a time. Yeah, and then there's ones doing like jobs that really could have been done by by a robot. What, yeah, yeah. Or like that that job could have been done by like one person. Yeah, like two two roles basically. Yeah. Over here, if if we had jeepney drivers here, everyone would be going on a strike every time. Yeah, you know, we do have jeepney drivers here. That's called Uber drivers and like DoorDash. Yeah, DoorDash. There's those people. <laughs> I I never understood how jeepneys worked. Mm. There was just always one there, and there'd be like three or four, and then in in the span of twenty minutes that arrive. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no there's no bus schedule. There's nothing like that. You kind of just walk to the sidewalk, stand there. Hopefully, someone will rock up. Yeah. And, and, it, and I noticed as well, on the side of the Jeeps, it's got names of the suburbs that they're going to hit. Yeah. So it's not like a certain route. It's just 
You know what? Eventually, we're going to go to the We're going to get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no schedule. Just go in. No, no, no. And then when you get to that place, there's no bus stops so, or anything. So maybe we should implement jeepneys here because the buses here in Sydney are fucking late all the time anyway. Oh, fuck. I, man, don't get me started on that <laughs> shit. Have you ran for a bus? I've... I remember running for a bus when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid, I and then did. it just went faster. Now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some Indian kid chasing after the bus. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's run. laughs> the bus driver knows Back you're running Raj after. Is coming <laughs> back here. Uh, I, I, you guys know I lost my license for like the longest time, right? Mm. So my life revolved around those train and bus schedules. Yeah, public transport as a, as a daily, fucking. I mean, the guy that did that, that bus schedule must be Philo because that shit's running on Philo time <laughs> every fucking day. It's, it's like the 7 o'clock bus isn't going to be there until 7.15. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, or, it's like that. All or the sometimes it'll get there five minutes early. Yeah, yeah. And then if you get there just like as it's pulling up, you're like... You see them driving They away. just drive off. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the bus schedules, they're, 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 it only, only takes one little... Like uh, like setback with at a bus stop. Yeah. Same, you know, that there there might be somebody taking too long to turn right or something, and then the bus will be stuck there for five minutes. That makes them late for all of the other yeah, yeah, yeah. bus stops. It's, like, it's oh, a domino effect. Bloody yeah, hell! Sydney traffic. Jeepneys, the, jeepneys the, for sure. The jeep, it's gonna be more late. The jeep drivers also calculate how much your fare is because you tell them where you gotta go. Mm. So it's not like a fixed rate. Like, yeah, this one's gonna be twenty pesos. I always thought that that shit was magic. That's crazy. You just give him money, and then whatever change you get is like up to the driver. <laughs> <laughs> you don't choose how much the fare is. They calculate like that. They're like rain men. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy shit. I'm, I'm hoping that it's cheap today. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, bro. Actually, your fare depends on how much the petrol was that day too. That's true. Far <laughs> out. That's a new type of porn right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? petrol hey. porn? No, 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 like the Jeepney point. I was like, oh, yeah, to be, to be real, you don't have enough money <laughs> oh, no. to be oh. on this Jeepney. I've got to get home, though. Well, I'm, sure we, can, I'm sure we could find some you're gonna other make way every, to pay. You're going to make every single guy here late to their appointments. Oh, that's fucked up. Every single guy. Every <laughs> single guy. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, back to our non-Patreon episode. <laughs> we call it fake, fake jeepney instead fake. of fake taxi. <laughs> oh man! I'm not going anywhere near the airport. The bang jeepney. <laughs> the yeah, bang jeepney. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're going to clean this up a little bit. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Got to clean the content up. You know, not Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, want to hear more of this, uh, the un- uncut, uncensored uh, stuff that we talk about like this, yeah. join our Patreon. That was a little preview. <laughs> so that was the wild thought of the week. Wow, yeah, yeah. Bring the jeepneys back. Wow, wow, wow. So Not even can, bring it over. Bring so it we back. can record over fake here. jeepney porn. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to the next segment of the podcast. We call it the fun facts trivia. So... Don doing stuff. What is the fun facts? facts. Trivia. Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that was, was really good. Like we yeah, stopped on right on time <laughs> as well. 
Oh man, that was really good. So, so because the Batman has now been released yeah. in theaters hey. by Matt Reeves, you haven't seen it yet, have you? I haven't seen it. You haven't. You yeah. haven't had a chance. It's to convenient that the Batman the really Batman. came out straight after everything died down with COVID. Mm. It's mm. interesting. <laughs> the Batman. So yeah, so the Batman by Matt Reeves uh, came out recently. It was released on March third. Do you um, reckon anyone would protest that shit if Batman came out, say, like twenty twenty? It's like we're not gonna watch that shit because Bat started uh, this bad. I'm sure that shit, people stopped drinking Corona. We're gonna not drink Corona. Catch you know what? If anything, we're not gonna watch Batman. You know, if anything, I started drinking more Corona during the lockdowns. It got so, cheaper, eh? Yeah, because I was just like. <laughs> Yeah, fucking yeah! All right, let's go. And I was having, a, I was having a bat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Sorry, uh, drinking, we're gonna clean this. Drinking content beer up. and like, <laughs> <laughs> here comes the news again. <laughs> Eleven a.m. again. Uh, calls uh, on me. Uh, <laughs> I think we hit a thousand. <laughs> well, Fuck it my up. record's a bit more. <laughs> oh shit! Clean the content up. <laughs> Clean it up. Fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> oh my lord! I remember Ella. Shouts to Ella. One of my lines that I remember he he said when he was just freestyle rapping is like, "I'm, <laughs> I'm having a bat while eating a bat, swinging a baseball bat." <laughs> Oh, he oh, rhymed bro. bat with bat. Lyrical oh, genius. Man. All the definitions of bat put together in lyrical one lyrical miracle. genius, bro. Shouts to Ella. Oh, man. Shout out to Ella. <laughs> all right, fun facts trivia. So a lot of the questions, all, all these questions are centric around Batman. Ooh, okay. All right. Um, it's, a shame that, it's a shame that Nats isn't here. Uh, I know that he is also a, somewhat of a, a Batman fan. I think even more, more so a Joker fan. But anyway, questions. Same rules apply. Uh, the two of you are a team. Talk about it. And then... Let's do uh, this. We'll go through them. So, which of the following people was uh, the creator of Batman? Rob Liefeld, Stan Lee, or Bob Kane? Which of those three? Like Stan I'll Lee. go with Bob. I'm just joking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll go with one team each then. Because then there's two of us today. Oh, we're going to compete now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ho, ho, ho. What did you say? Bob. I'll say Bob as well. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is Bob K. Hey. So Rob Liefeld is actually the creator of Deadpool and yeah. some other uh, comic book uh, comic book superheroes. Stan Lee, of course, uh, creator of Marvel. Bob Kane and a gentleman by the name of Bill Finger. <laughs> Legit, that's his name. Worked on and introduced Batman in Detective Comics number 27 in 1939. So I, I only found out about that Detective Comics. That's what DC stood for. Like yeah. until this weekend. Yeah. Because of the old Batman movie thing. Yeah. They, 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 yeah it used to be called Detective Comics, but now it's yeah. DC Comics, which is Detective Comics Comics. Which is pretty cool. This last Batman was a very uh, detective movie ish. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm, it's a lot. It, it, it delves more into the. His detective roots. Mm. Um, He's a private dick. <laughs> There's a word that nobody's nobody said in a long time. Private dick. Because all dicks public now. Dick Tracy. <laughs> um, I really want to talk about the movie, hey. But anyway, well, we can do like a non-spoiler, so yeah. like it can g- kind of g me up yeah. or sway me the other way. Sway. Okay, so it's a trope that the Batman's utility belt has everything in it. Which of the following was a gadget used in the 1960s movie 
Batman. I know which one this is. Is it tank repellent, insect repellent, or shark repellent? Go. <laughs> no, you go first. No, no, you go first. I'll go with shark repellent. Yeah, I'll go with shark too. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Um, hey. That shit was the most ridiculous shit. Yeah. Have you seen how fake the shark looked? <laughs> so, yeah, it was like a fake shark. The, the scene is he's in the bat helicopter, the yeah. bat copter, right? Or... Um, Robin is flying it and then Batman is hanging off a ladder the ladder goes into the water and then when it comes out there's a shark attached to his leg <laughs> and he's like oh no there's a shark and he pulls out legit it says shark it's okay. shark repellent it's and he sprays it's, he sprays the, the, the shark and then it, it, this is 1960s right 1966 hey bro yeah. back then bro that could have been the shit man yeah. <laughs> now everyone's gonna be looking at the effects now and they'd be yeah. like oh the fuck is this shit I mean um, he's got He's got other like the batarang or whatever. Yeah, the I mean, batarang. in a way, that's also a shark repellent, right? <laughs> you you re- hit a fucking shark with that shit. Yeah, and let go. Uh, an AK forty-seven is also shark repellent. You know what? Like mm. the absence of water is a shark repellent. That's true. <laughs> 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 the uh, the fun fact of this is Adam West, who the actor who played the nineteen sixties Batman, his real name was actually William West Anderson. And after playing, yeah, his his name isn't actually oh, Adam West. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. After playing Batman in the live action, he also returned to voice characters in the animated shows. So he's, and he's he's done uh, voice work for the Family Guy. He plays Mayor West. Yeah, that was the dude that used to wear suits before muscles became like this, the suit thing. You know. Mm. Like yeah, he, man. That bod, that bod, yeah, yeah. that bod, Batman, bro. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that sure, was the bad bod. <laughs> Uh, that was sexy back then, right? Sexy, just like, uh, uh, like I don't know. the slim thick, yeah, like you know. maybe. It was the sixties, right? The hairy chest, the, women. the slim body. That <laughs> was that, that was attracting the women. Cat, cat yeah, woman yeah, yeah, back then. Mm. Just um, mm. the, the the weird thing with the 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 sexy women from back in back in those days. They always had pointy bras. Yeah, you ever notice that shit? Yeah. Like Madonna style, like pointy bras. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, when I was like a kid, I always thought that was the sexiest shit because everyone seemed to like <laughs> it, it. They look like pyramids. I had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you they just, brought that. They brought that back. You in just tilt movie. your head. You tilt your head. <laughs> yeah. out to pyramids. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Are they from Giza? <laughs> <laughs> they brought that back in, this, you? in the in the the latest movie. Mm. Yeah, Catwoman's. Um, yeah, yeah, she has a pyramid size. Anyway, uh, the next question: <laughs> Robin is usually the sidekick to Batman. There have been at least five Robins. In the hist- in the uh, publication history, mm-hmm. which of these characters has not played Robin? Dick Grayson, <laughs> of course, he's got laughs about it. Barbara Gordon, or Damian Wayne? Which of those is not has not played Robin? Again, Dick Grayson. Know, is it Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon. She plays Batgirl, right? Or Damian Wayne. Damian yeah, Wayne's yeah, go like, with like, the girl. Yeah. She, she's uh, it could be Damian girl. Wayne's because like, isn't he from like scary movie and shit? <laughs> yeah, he's from, uh, one of the Wayne's brothers. <laughs> and Marlon Wayne. Oh wait, wait, what was the last one? Damian Wayne. I don't know, man. We'll go. We'll go. Oh, I'm gonna go with the girl. Yeah, Barbara Gordon. She's bad girl, right? The correct answer is Barbara Gordon. Hey. She yes was Batgirl uh, in in the series. Dick Grayson was the very first Robin. Yeah. Who um, became Nightwing? You know, you know, in the Filipino version of Batman, mm. it's Ruben. Ruben, yeah, like stuttered. 
Ruben. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like American Idol's Ruben Stuttered. Sonsi Ruben. <laughs> so, but they're always singing, singing. Doesn't even help with the crimes. Um, Damian Wayne is the um, the son of, ba- of Bruce you know, Wayne. In and the Philippine of Batman, they would never have the bat signal because they didn't want to waste electricity. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's so, like so that is just clueless of when crime's <laughs> happening. <laughs> so it's always dark. No, there's no electricity. There's a brownout. There's a brown. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they turn it on. There's a brownout. If you're gonna have crime, make sure there's electricity going on. <laughs> no, hey, let me know. Just open the light if you pl- if you, so if you want light. me to Jesus solve some crimes. Throwback. All that shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, Damian Wayne was the the son of Bruce Wayne and. Um, Talia Al Ghul, the assassin's oh, daughter. Oh, the um, the one in American Idol, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bane, dude. Bane, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there, yeah. there was that in that movie. Um, the second Robin, Jason Todd. The fun fact of this was actually killed off by fans. So when they brought him, <laughs> but not like the, the the readers of the comics, not by <laughs> not by electric like, fans. That guy, that guy fucked up. <laughs> it was summer. It was really hot. <laughs> He jumped. The ceiling fan. The ceiling fan just lands on him. He was in a swimming pool. But yeah, and then the fan came out. This was back, I can't remember when it was, but they basically put a poll out on the um, on the comic and the the readers, uh, they voted for him to die. They voted for wow. Robin to die. And that's the story of when Joker kidnaps him, kills him, like hits him with a crowbar and then leaves him in a warehouse to, to die, yeah. to blow up. And then he gets eventually resurrected as the Red Hood, which is a, a more brutal version of the Batman. Like he's willing to kill and stuff. Oh, like okay. That. But is he still a good kind? I mean, a good person? Like a, the Red Hood is like a hero or is he a villain? Technically, now? he's like an anti hero. Right. Okay. He's like an anti hero. <laughs> anti hero. Anti who? Anti hero. I think he's um, Japanese. She's Japanese for sure. Pumbi hero. Pumbi hero. <laughs> She's Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. F- final question. I've only got four questions this time around, but um, Batman has a coterie of supervillains. Which of these is not a Batman supervillain? Oh, coterie just sounds funny to me. That's from, it's from, um, uh, what's it called? Peacemaker. <laughs> Peacemaker. Peacemaker's there's, good. There's, a, there's, a, the, in, there's an episode of Peacemaker where his neighbor, like he goes to his dad's house. Is that why you used it just then? Yeah, just then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbor's like, he's like, you're not a superhero. He's like, I am superhero. He's like, he's like but, you, know, you know, I'm better than Batman or whatever like that. And the neighbor goes, Batman has a coterie of supervillains. Do you have one? He's like, no. <laughs> but I'm better than Batman. Anyway. Um, Little random fact. Not fact, but thought of mine is that, you know how he uh, mentions Green Arrow? Mm. And then he just met, like bags the shit out of Green Arrow? Yeah. And then Stephen Amell like replies to that. Yeah, he, he can't really reply to that because he's not in the same universe. Yeah, that's true. Because at the end of the thing, if spoilers for the end of Peacemaker, they showcase like Aquaman and Flash from the movies. Yeah. Therefore, establish that's establishing that that's the universe that they're in. Yeah. So yeah. Stephen Amell couldn't say shit about the the Green Arrow because that Green Arrow in that universe hasn't been introduced. Yeah, doesn't exist yet. Doesn't exist. Oh well. Random fact. Gussie is like, oh, I don't I don't even know any of this. <laughs> the arrow is green. <laughs> he's basically the creator the creator the creator was probably just by a light and it's like, man, 
It's waiting for the Green Arrow. <laughs> yeah. Superhero name. <laughs> um, red Arrow. Red Arrow. <laughs> there is a red arrow though. <laughs> there of course a, there is. There's, there's a gonna red be a red light as well and green light. <laughs> of course. Um there is there is a red lantern. Anyway, uh final question. Batman has a coterie of supervillains. Which of these is not a Batman villain? The Condiment King. Polka dot man. Cement truck man. Which of those three is not a Batman villain? Uh, the only one Maybe the cement truck it. one? Yeah, probably. We go with that one? <laughs> I don't fucking know. The correct answer is Cement Truck Man. Hey, hey, he is not a Batman villain hey. that I know of. So Condiment King is actually a Batman villain uh, created by Bruce Tim. So he, he is, was... Hey, wait, is Cement Truck Man an actual person? Like an actual like character? He's just some dude driving a cement truck. That's okay. what it is. I was about to say, I'm like, that guy's powers is pretty shit. <laughs> I was like, he's only you, good for roads, bro. You wait until I dry up. <laughs> His job is to harden the fuck up. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fun fact, the fun facts from this is Condiment King was actually a, a supervillain from Batman, created by Bruce Tim, who created a lot of the DC animated universe. Um, his weapons are an assortment of sources. That cause anaphylactic shock. <laughs> so shoot at someone and they go, oh no, they go into shock. This guy sounds like just he's a doctor, really. Probably. Like a GP that knows what you're allergic to. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like peanut sauce and shit. Oh, man. <laughs> it sounds like and he works at Subway at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which what sauces do you want? What sauces do you want? Which one will cause you most bodily harm? <laughs> the, and then uh, Polka Dot Man we saw featured in the right. latest Now we're hitting sources. Thousand Island. Is that Filipino? No, we have 7,000. 7,000. So where's... 1,000 Island is not Filipino, But if you have right? seven no. bottles, does that make it Filipino? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Mathematically correct. <laughs> it was like seven... Like 1,000 Island is just what you call it. Ketchup and mayonnaise put together, right? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I've Wait, been do li- you not make that? I've home? been living a lot. I've made that, but I just never knew that was what 1,000 Island dressing yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. And I, I've, every time I've seen it, like in... in in like the sandwich shops or whatever, I'm just like, nah, mm. I don't want that. Mm. Just pre-mix, really. Yeah, man. So I mean, ketchup is other 500 islands, right? <laughs> yeah, and the other 500. And the other 500. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Like it really depends on the ratio. Yeah, I like to have 700, 300 <laughs> islands. <laughs> depends on how many islands you want. Yeah. <laughs> Random thought. <laughs> Oh, let's ask the condiment king. <laughs> that is such he'll a fuck shit. you up, bro. He's gonna just find out exactly what you're allergic to. Let me put a high he'll ratio. Be a, he'll be this. the greatest person at a restaurant. You know what? What would be good for that steak that you have there? This nice he's little the, sauce that he's, just he's came the, from Brazil. He's the sauce sommelier. That's what yeah. he is. You know, everyone's just yeah, yeah. everyone's just shaking their steak like this. Crying <laughs> the sauce, spitting it out, swirling it around. Oh man, <laughs> the spitting thing fucking gets me right. Why are they spitting it out? Just drink just it. Just drink the fucking thing. Yeah, man. Oh, you just saying it's a week. You're gonna make you out to be cement man. Hard the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh man, but that's the fun facts of the week. The fun facts of oh, the, the week. week. Yeah. Long hours and shit. <laughs> That's it. That's what I've got. Okay. Do you want to talk about something else? Yeah, we can talk about clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about um, Dua Lipa's song, Levitating. Being, she's being sued for like it sounding like another song. 
What does it sound like? It sounds like another song by a, a, a group called uh, Art. Uh, wait, let me find it. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like when you go to like um, that channel, that channel, a particular particular channel where nothing's on it and it's just like white dots in the in the screen. It just sounds like static like to static? me. Static. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what does it sound like? Can you guys play it? Um, yeah, yeah, it could, it could levitate. Play it, play it on the thing. I know better song that sounds way better. Oh, are we gonna it's, get? It's, it's, it's this song right here. There, there you go. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it does sound like that. <laughs> All right, ready? Levitate, levitate, Dua Lipa, levitate, levitating on the Dua Lipa. So there's a particular part in the chorus is what it's supposed to be saying. So like fast forward to the chorus. Yeah. Fast forward to the chorus. We're gonna get copyright issues. I know I know the song like baby, right? It's a yeah. You want me. Yeah, I want you. I want you baby. Do you want me? But uh, the, sugar boo. The 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 particular one. The particular one is oh, like. Boo. Uh, you. That's that's the melody or that's the. But that's the melody. Do baby. Do baby. Boy, you wanna win it. Watch out. <laughs> That's a good song. Dua Lipa. <laughs> but yeah, so the, there's, um, the, they're comparing it to that song. I've just sent it to you. They're doing the comparison of the, uh, uh, it's on the oh, chat. The sounds exactly the same, bro. <laughs> exactly. She should get sued, bro. Exactly the same, bro. What's but, the song called? Uh, it's called, it's by Ar- Article Sound System. Tria Lipa. Trio Lipa. <laughs> Uno Lipa. Do a stand-up. Do she's, a not, stand. she's not leaping this time. Yeah. Do a stand-up. But oh. it also sounds do like... Do a jumper. So, so this, this, this band... Do a jumper. Do a squatter. The, it, it sounds like it's an article, article sound system. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Article sound system is suing Do a Lipa. For the, the the sound of of that chorus, but if you listen to both songs, they sound like uh, Rosa Parks by Outcast. So, so just fast forward it to the. This is the this is the this is that article sound system one. See how it sounds like it. So they they put it side by side to to see what it sounds like, and it sounds quite similar, right? But the other thing is, both of those, the melody sounds like. um, So if you pause that and play the the mashup that I've just sent, it sounds like Outkast, who have done that melody way before these two songs have done it. It it kind of feels like. So you can hear the thing. I got you. Moonlight. That's our, our cast. This is a mashup of both of them together. All night. Come on, dance with me. I'm levitating. So that's Rosa Parks by our cast. But you can hear the thing before that. I don't know, man. 
there's mm. there's like there, there's similarities in that but there's a verse there's a part of it that sound that that has the exact same melody rhythm to the dun it dun it dun it that they've got that in Rosa Parks as well right so the the stuff that I wanted to talk about was they're gonna fuck up music for everyone if people are, s- are suing people because something sounds like something Hell else yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like music is based on being inspired by other shit, right? Yeah. Like you can be unintentionally inspired by other other things. Like I get the sampling thing because you're usually like you use physically using the sample of another track. Yeah. Like I get that. Like if the the royalties of that, but basically every single tune that has existed has been used. You yeah. know what I mean? Every chord progression, Dang, every like rhythm so far. It, it's like, uh, uh, like to what extent do you? You know, do do people start calling shit like going, um, like if I if I made a beat going but 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 every fucking song that's four but four four yeah I'm gonna sue everyone yeah now. it's you the I mean? like, it's the that's the dangerous part about suing somebody else because the precedent of it being like oh it sounds like mm-hmm. or like I don't know the the legal terms of it but if you manage to win a case that says this particular uh, frame of reference or frame of rhythm or blah 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 um, or same groove I think was what was used in um, the 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 Blurred Lines case same mm. groove right as, as Marvin Gaye same groove right like that that now you can because they've set that precedence now you can ascribe that to everything like every it lawsuit the doors. Like, like with, with, with law, law they always refer to another case which is similar yeah and yeah. they use that to their advantage type of things like okay yeah. they, they won this case so therefore we have a case in, in itself so yeah. that case really kind of started the trickle down effect of everyone just suing the fuck out of everyone mm. because of songs and stuff and like now the music scale is in the broadest sense because everyone has access to sound clouds and like the streaming platforms now now everyone's uploading a song and everyone's becoming a musician now the saturation of the market has become more saturated and become this thing where everyone is in you know now the lower tier artists can sue like the bigger artists mm. you know like yeah. and you know like what you call it like there there's going to be like some sort of connection between it all like they they get inspired by a particular artist there's probably like how many songs? There are probably like ten other songs that that are sounding the same as that Dua Lipa song. Yeah, and they probably she probably got inspired. <laughs> Imagine that you were ripping, you were ripping off another song, and then you get sued by someone that is a lower tier person. Yeah, and it, like that levitating song actually sounds like a Cool in the Gang song. Like if you, they were mentioned already another three songs that it sounds like. So yeah, and and I imagine that they've drawn inspiration from other other places it's clear to see that she's drawn it from funk and like disco you know yeah and if we're gonna get inspired because like more things are very genre based right like okay my song is a mixture of these two genres therefore you're gonna be capturing two genres and then when you go to one genre it's a limited amount of type of melodies right and now that kind of like scales it down to like all these melodies that you can use and there's probably about each melody probably has a, um, a thousand songs which are similar to that thing. Mm. And like now people can even sue, not even for a whole line of um, music. They can even just sue for like the first two or first two bars, you know what I mean? Or yeah. even like half a bar type of thing. It yeah. sounds too similar to this. sounds too similar to that. It's just, I, I get, you know, give the power to the creator, give the money to the, who created the music originally, but this is just getting a bit too out of hand. 
Yeah. I, I, I think it's all relative there. Like, say, for example, lyrics and stuff, right? Creating bars. Like, there's genuine people that had no idea about the, the previous songs and then that genuinely just made that shit up mm. on the spot. But it just so happened that it sounds a little bit like something that somebody done in back in the 90s and stuff. Mm. And, the, and the, the kind of fucked up thing is, so the people that are suing, it's, it's got to be someone big now too, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure like if it was like a nobody that go, oh, you know what? It kind of sounds like my song. They can just pay him out. Like, yeah. Well, he's 10 grand. You're happy with that? But then, yeah, yeah. Once you feed the birds, the birds will come more in flock. Mm. So, yeah. yeah if, you, if, you, if, you, if they pay out that person, then people will be like, you know what's an easy way to make money? Like suing people just because they have the same melody as me. Therefore, because like, they're not going to get the three million or multi-million dollar like settlement or something. Mm. They're going to probably get a lower settlement. But that's still enough for a musician who doesn't eat. Like mm. 10 grand is enough yeah, for a musician right, yeah. like that. Like what you call it? 10 grand is probably like how much a musician makes in like a decade, you know? Like, what's an easy way to make it? Let's just, let's sue someone for it, you know? Fucking oh, 10 grand over 10 years. I'm pretty sure. Like, you, 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 like no. there's, there's people who are like been doing music for like 10 years, haven't earned a cent, you know? Like, and it's know. always a side gig thing. Yeah, it's right? always like, like a side yeah. gig type of thing, like, or like, or they're really trying and pushing. Like, I'm not saying musician isn't a good musician, like, they could be a bad musician. Right. You know, right. You know what I mean? And then, like, they could find a way to, like, manipulate their sound to be into I something know, else. I know, like, you know? people that say, look, oh, I'm an actor, I'm an actress or whatever. I make shit from acting. Yeah, that's acting. it. It's like they, they're paying for that hobby. Mm. But essentially, that's like a status that, you know. I think it's different here in Sydney, um, especially for the musicians that I know. Like, if they want to be, and I don't, I don't know what it's like to be an artist. Like, you could be an artist where if you get signed, then you get... And advance and blah blah blah. That's what you live off and all of this stuff. But musicians in Sydney, um, yeah, it's it's like being uh, it's like being a, a, a freelance artist, like a consultant so or, or you whatever. You guys right? are musicians and stuff, right? Mm. Do you look at this shit as a passion thing? Because this is obviously something you do, not uh, not thinking like you know what I'm gonna be living off of this stuff. You know, everyone's got to start somewhere. I'm gonna do this just from the for the love of it type I, shit, right? That's what I started. That's where I was when I first started. Like making music, like I first started writing in my bedroom, and I was like, "Cool." And then I I I, found, I networked with people that were hey that, that were like, "Hey, you should put your you know, perform your stuff live." Mm-hmm. And then you know, network built from there, and I realized I could I you could make money from this stuff. You you can perform somewhere and get paid to perform somewhere. Yeah. If no, it was it wasn't necessarily my original stuff, but still get a chance to get up and perform in front of people. And um, I think it got to a point that. Uh, because of, uh, I guess, trauma growing up, I always thought there's always this story in my mind that you can't make money off music. Mm. That's the story that I have kind of perpetuated in my head, even though I have, and even though I know that you can, and I have friends that that make money off of, you know, performing and doing session stuff and you know playing at weddings and things like that. Um, that's just my own personal story. Right. So even so now after making music I've relegated back to being like I'm doing this for my own benefit for just like because I I wrote these songs they mean something to me I will then release them into the world Yeah, you know what I mean it's not necessarily to be like oh, I'm an artist now I'm gonna perform um, I just um, I've lost it over the lockdowns like the, the love of making writing music 
but um prior to that i was just like oh, i just want to write stuff just because i feel inspired today you know mm. creatively I, th- i think that's the disconnect especially in philippines right with the whole parents not wanting the kids to go through the creative space because you've got this like glamour thing of artistas or like singers and stuff in the philippines going oh yeah they're like heaps rich and stuff mm. but they don't realize that for a, a majority of people you're paying to become this singer yeah you know like you're you're doing you've got a uh like a, a day job to be able to um cater for this hobby or wouldn't say like a, a hobby or this passion yeah of being an artist whether it's like singing or acting or whatever mm. it's not the one that's gonna you know put the food on the table and hopefully it gets to that point yeah but um for, for a majority of us the the glitz and glamour of uh, trying to be on tv mm. it just outweighs the you don't see the sacrifice that a lot of people do just to fulfill this passion of being on stage yeah 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 uh, i think now it's easier than it was back then to make make a name for yourself in music mm like you can put music up on the internet like you can even get to where everyone listens to music spotify and all the streaming platforms you can easily get there but you just have to invest in yourself constantly you know like now it's easier than it was say 10 years ago am i yeah. right yep yeah super easy um also the saturation has um of the internet has made it easier to or not easier but more um achievable to get your own following because that's, like that's the other thing that kind of like been curious about after mm. watching this Kanye thing, right? What's the point of labels nowadays? And our labels they're the, there they're still there. The the point of labels now, they kind of are like um investment bankers more than yeah. Oh, more than okay. think so that they're the bankroll basically. Yeah, yeah. And they do the distribution part of the yeah, yeah. thing like so that there's they'd be the bankroll for the artist and Um, that's why you've seen, I think. So, so the the distribution part, they, I kind of just like glanced over that, but no one's buying CDs and shit nowadays, right? No. So the in in a way, the distribution is really someone just clicking upload on their computer. Yeah, yeah. And nowadays, you're trying to get on the on these playlists. Now the thing is, get on these playlists. Yeah. Like back then, it was like I want to try and get on these magazines, these blogs, or yeah, like back back in the day, you want to get your CD onto a shop. Yeah, like so this now, shop is where everyone goes to. Yeah. I want to be where in the top shelf. Right. So But now, now yeah, it's the playlist. Whose playlist? Like, there's particular playlists that your like particular demographics look at. So like, oh, okay. there's like I want to go say, um, like I, I listen to a lot of R and B stuff. So every I, I listen to playlists like the newness or uh, fresh R and B or something like that, and all the new R and Bs all there. So if you're an R and B act, you're trying to get yourself right. onto these playlists mm. and. Um, you have to pitch yourself to get on these playlists or know someone to be able to get your so, your song on these things. So it used okay. to be it used to be the record labels. It used to be the record stores that were the gatekeepers or the tastemakers for music, mm-hmm. right? They would be the ones to be like, "Oh, this is the hot new single. This is the this thing," and so they would be doing the. Um, marketing for putting it out in the front there now because a lot of the music is if not all of the music is out on streaming platforms the gatekeepers are now the streaming platforms and building or the blogs or the whatever publications that build a playlist yeah and then they say this is a playlist that we enjoy 
And so that uses their notoriety or their fame or their, their platform to say, these are now the top songs that you should be listening to. So they're the tastemakers, they're, they're the okay. gatekeepers. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like our playlist. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Imagine that, like, that, like the cheat code stash becomes the thing that people want to go on because of the yeah. attention it brings. Because yeah. our playlist is given to a certain demographic. Yeah. If it's you want to hit our demographic, these um, blogs or these managers or labels will be yeah. getting their artists to be like, you should be on this playlist because it will hit your demographic this way, yeah. you know? And oh, it's, okay. and yeah, and for, for, for us and especially for our listeners, like this is, those songs are the songs that we like. And if they, like, you know, the, I imagine the people that are listening to us relate to us. And so they'd want to listen to the playlist because they, they you know, they're like, oh, I like that song. I'm pretty sure there were, there were a few comments on the, when I, we put it up that when, like, when we played uh, Drop in Harmony before yeah. and people were going like oh yeah that's a mad song like you yeah. know it's it, it's cool in a way that we kind of we were able to share that with people going do you know Drop in Harmony just, just release some shit yeah I get it, I get yeah, it. Because yeah. a lot of people that listen to us yeah. mm. enjoying that stuff too. And still, like, still a prominent thing now is like people trying to get on the radio because radio is still up still there as thing, one of yeah. the things to be like, if you want to hit the mainstream market, you got to be on radio. Because mm. like, to be real, if you hit the radio, you're all, you, you get a certain demographic that doesn't care about streaming at all. Yeah. They're driving, they don't, care about music, they don't care about music as much as music heads are. are yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just driving to work. Mm. And then you want to get your spot onto, say, a Kyle or Jackie or yeah. like an Edge at the morning. The edge. Yeah. Like at eight, eight, like I want my I want my song playing at eight a.m. because that's where the biggest traffic is in um, radio. Mm. Yeah. And then I think labels kind of help steer that way to because they have that connects with the. With I've the heard I've radio. heard of stories of people like bribes and stuff with the uh, um, I suppose your the show director, mm. like the, the the producer of uh, like the morning show. Um, like you know, like, like play my song at this time. Kanye, Kanye, the doc of Kanye West, yeah. is brilliant to show how mm. how people how how was the way to showcase your music, right. like in a sense of how difficult it was and how like even if you're signed, doesn't mean that you'll become an instant star. Oh, like no, I've like being in the music it's industry so for as long as we have, man. we've seen so many people become signed artists to a record label. And you never hear anything of it. They just become signed. Yeah. And then they could be pushed to the sideline, like, straight away. Like, you know, like, now, back in the days, being signed was such a big thing. Like, that was, like, kind of, like, the end goal. To like, you made it. Or, like, the, yeah, mm. you made it type of thing. But mm. now, being signed is not, not as enough. prestigious as it was. Because everyone's, everyone's discovering the importance of being independent. Right. Like, and how easy it is because of the internet, you can really become your own thing. I think it's also the ownership of your yeah. music. Holds like, back, them, yeah. back then... Uh, the I masters think, and all that bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. Even, even now, uh, probably, if you sign with a, with a label, they, they might, depending on the contract and all that stuff, own some percentage of your music. Mm. Um, which is why people like Jay-Z or, or, or um, Nipsey Hussle were always big on, like, wanting to own their masters. Tech buying, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah, wanting to own their masters because for that, that means that all of the publication royalties, all of the like royalties are, uh, associated with that, sh- will go straight to them, no middlemen and or, or anything like that. Mm. Um, yeah, that was the Ray Charles thing I remember with the when he was trying to make a deal or something. Mm. What was it, was it like, Ray Charles? Yeah, when he um, when he left his old label, mm. went to the new one, he was 
oh, I want this, 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 and I want to keep my own masters. Yeah, that's it. And everyone was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, because the label was kind of banking on that to actually get some money back. Yeah. But it was yeah. like, no, nah, it's mine. They've done it too. Jesus. Um, like, Taylor Swift didn't own the copyright to her to her yeah, some yeah. of her music. Yeah. So what she did was she re recorded one of like her first albums and stuff like that and then re-released it as like her version because it was Scooter Braun who sold off her her like her masters or something okay. like that to to somebody so she didn't own it which is fucked yeah because she did all that work right um but that's that that was the label there that's the fuck that was the label like signing your life away type yeah you right? literally signed your life away like people saw these signings as the end game or the goal the mm. main goal to achieve what you wanted to achieve not mm. knowing that when you do sign you lose a lot of things like masters yeah. you lose like a percentage of like the payment that comes back and you essentially just getting a loan right you're getting a yeah, loan you are. you are see th- that's the other thing that we hear in a lot of filipino households right like we're filipinos we know someone that can sing it's like you should get on Australian Idol or American Idol or some shit. Guy Sebastian, like the first Australian Idol winner. Apparently that dude, like after he won, he was not so much in debt, but when he got signed and stuff, he had all these obligations and he's not going to be yeah. making any money until they meet that. Yeah. And then that then at, at that point, I think he was only getting something like 10 or 5 cents a CD. Mm. Like this is when CDs were starting to get phased out too. Yeah. So it's like, fuck, man. Like, I'm going to do all this work now for three months without receiving any payment at yeah. all and then hoping that maybe people still remember me in three months' time. Yeah. Enough to, to fork out 30 bucks yeah. for a CD. It's a huge gamble, man. Oh, my like, gosh. Watching the Kanye doc, he said that he spent 33000 on a music video just to get it, yeah. the attention of Dame, Dame Dash and everything. And he created his own buzz just so... It's crazy. So it could be like, "Hey guys, I am signed to you guys. Use me, yada yada yada." You know what? Mm-hmm. You you know if the artists out there, if you do want to get, uh, try to get the attention of Dame Dash, uh, hit up uh, Hype Real Studios, Hype Real, hey. Hype Real brand hey. for a, a music video. Yeah, thirty three thousand dollars a pop <laughs> for thirty three grand. You can get two music videos. <laughs> Just um, we've got Hype a discount Real. code. Hey, <laughs> but yeah, man, that. My favorite part of the Kanye doc was like, because I experienced it as well. Is like when Kanye was like to his to Cootie, the the his video guy. Video like, guy. Man, you're gonna do most of my videos, but for for Jesus walks, I need hype hype Williams. <laughs> I need hype Williams on that shit because you know he is hype Williams. He is hype Williams. Yeah. You know? Hype Williams, man. <laughs> Him having that conversation was like getting me back to like some of my conversations with people. Like, I want to get you as my video guy mainly, but. I want to try this guy <laughs> because like oh, this guy's fuck. popping his music videos like right you know like yeah, yeah those conversations were great <laughs> <laughs> those conversations were great because <laughs> I didn't know this, this I uh, remember Doctor rem- was a drama <laughs> <laughs> I remember I like because because I've um, worked with Jason Q before and I, I did like a, a, a video shoot with him for, for like a project that he was doing and then Raph saw it he's like yeah man um, so yeah good Still want to do <laughs> working like, with working with Jason, huh? Yeah. I like I like being petty. It's funny. <laughs> being petty. I, I like no, no seriousness. No. I like like when I be petty in these type of things, I'm not serious at all. I'm just like, oh okay, yeah. I like being that. You know, I like being. It's the ex- a little stab. Eh? Yeah, I like being stabby. Like I like being the ex girlfriend. You know, like okay, I see your new work. That's a that's a. Um, I see the new girlfriend you have. Yeah. 
like passive, not passive aggressive, but it's like a, it's 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 like a an endearment thing, maybe. It's 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 like a like that kind of like you see a a relative. It's like a backhanded compliment almost. It's like it's, mm. it is kind of still passive aggressive. If you've been like you're like okay, yeah, well done with your new film clip, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It did really, How's did your day job? Really, oh, yeah, really, <laughs> really good work with it. Oh man, <laughs> did you, you you probably got it with your fitness stuff. So like, what do you mean? Like, like back backhanded compliment is like, oh, you're getting too fit. Like you're like getting. Yeah. I, there was there was a thing where um I I went to the dentist and the dentist knows my family, right? And he goes um he goes uh you know how's your how's your brother and your your um your mom and whatever and I'm like yeah they're good. Um, and he's like, "Are you the youngest?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm the eldest." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you look younger than your brother." And I went, oh, yeah, "Yeah, I I try very hard." He's and then I think he he like took it as like, "Oh, I'm being a I'm being like cocky or whatever." Yeah. And he goes, "Don't worry, you'll get old soon." Like he just he, he gave me a compliment and then he he yeah, took it right back. Fucking, oh. That's what Thanks, they like to do. Tito. Like. Titos and Titas, they like to give you compliments. They like to give you like your glory and your and your shine for about five seconds. Yeah. yeah. Until the the backhand comes, it's Back very to it's, the ground you go, oh, bro. Yeah, that's it, bro. <laughs> Stay grounded, cunt. <laughs> like like, I love seeing you doing your work and your business is like you know going great. Yeah. But five seconds later, make sure you have a backup plan. Yeah, oh, I hate that. Make sure make that sure you have a backup plan. Make sure you have like like a, a a job or a connection to someone in case this doesn't work out. Say that to a Tita that just reversed into a fucking pole. Where was your backup plan, Tita? <laughs> <laughs> Use the uh, mirrors. Yeah, oh man. I it like like my mom would when it comes to like my mom and dad's relationship is like one of the one of the relationships that I aim to go for in terms of love and endearment because they're like you know always in love but the one thing that i noticed about my parents was like when my dad cooks something mm. my dad cooks a dish or like that that is, to me is one of the best dishes that i ever tasted my mom will always find a fault <laughs> no matter what she'd be yeah. like this is amazing probably the, one of the best adobos that i ever taste but, <laughs> but. there's always a but i think you should pull back on the salt Oh, you know, like, or even, and then every time, like, my mom always does that. Like, she always compliments you. Yeah. Pause, but yeah, and then takes you back. Isn't to that earth. the? Isn't that what they call the tall poppy syndrome? Like it, because I, because growing up, something that stuck in my mind from my parents, especially from my dad, was like, don't be boastful, mm. like don't, as it, like don't show off, mm. and it made me feel weird because. You want to do well at stuff. And when you do well, you want to feel proud. But then, like, when you tell someone, they go, don't be boastful. Yeah. Like, fuck. Well, how am I going to be proud of myself? You reckon that's, my coming from, that's, that, that's coming from a superstitious type of thing? Like, if you become boastful, bad things will come. It's like a karma type of thing. Like, you know. Probably. Yeah. Because, like, you know how Filipinos are very superstitious in a way that they're like. Because ghosts you know, you are be boastful. Careful. Like yeah. ghostful, 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 boastful. Like, if I'm gonna be like, oh, this is the best dish I ever made, and then they'll be like, no, you gotta humble yourself because then after that you probably make shit dishes after that, you know. Like, I think I think humility is just a big thing, right? Well, at least for like uh, maybe this is just the way that people are brought up because mm. I think within the Filipino community, you've, you've, there's always 
a worry of what other people think. So yeah, if yeah. they're, you know, if the neighbors are like thinking, oh, you're, you're the show off, you, your parents aren't going to be proud of you for I, being that. You know what I mean? I always thought, I always thought that if you were a show off, you're more likely to get robbed. Right? Well, it depends you, on what you're showing like, off. Like if you're, if you're flashy, like if, you know, you know like say, you know, you're, the, the neighbors know that you've, you drive a nice car or you've got all these nice things and then mm. it's more, you're more prone to getting robbed because they're like, oh, he's got nice things. I know he does. And, but in the same kind of vein and the same kind of idea, frame of reference, mm. it's like you, if you show any sort of boastfulness, any sort of non-humility, then they're like, oh, careful because yeah. some bad shit might happen to you if you are too boastful. Someone might rob you and take, you, take your shit. You know what's one way to counter that? Be the guy that's robbing them. <laughs> and, and then boast, boast about, about it. it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm the best robber in this province. <laughs> you know what? Like, if you're going to boast, I'm going to be, I'm, you know, there you go. Robin, Robin yeah, Hood, bro. You got a... Robin Hood, bro. Ruben Hood. Ruben. Ruben Hood. You got a new phone, huh? <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. it. He'll rob you every single time that you be boasting that shit, bro. He humbles yeah. you down, bro. Ruben Hood. He humbles you down. <laughs> Ruben, just take you back a notch. You know? Ruben Hood. Right, oh. I see you got a new uh, long sleeve shirt done. <laughs> Let me rub you off your sleeves. <laughs> you'll be doing me a favor. That's what you'll be doing. Fucking <laughs> Ruben Hood. Uh, yeah, bro. He just hangs out with like all the the titas that'd be like just missing. Yeah, just, just hearing the chis- instead, instead, instead of the instead of the police, uh, what's a police Literary scanner? Yeah. He's yeah. just sitting listening to the <laughs> just, the, by, the, the, just by the window. <laughs> I love more. She's sick one. He has a, you know a new gold bracelet. iPhone thirteen. <laughs> mm. iPhone thirteen. But he doesn't wait till that. He waits for because like he wants to humble people down. He doesn't want to just steal for the fuck of it yeah. because of these uh, of the, all the gossip <laughs> and stuff. But then you hear like, oh, he was driving down with his Mercedes Benz all back and forth because he is just showing off. <laughs> He's like, all right, you know what? I'll humble that guy, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to humble this oh, guy. Oh, man. Ruben Hood. That's, that's our... Uh, Ruben yeah, Hood. Ruben Hood. <laughs> Ruben Hood. <laughs> Ruben like Hood. A, this is a show off in this province. Man, I'm going to uh, take him down. I'm going to take... Yeah, that's it. That, here, that, up, that, like, I would need someone to humble me. Oh, yeah. fuck it. I'd want to be that guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, man. That's how you're going to escape from the, it's the, like, the um, karma of being boastful. Being the karma, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, you want to you wanna be showing off? All right. <laughs> he's going gonna to rock up and he'll be like, I am karma. <laughs> Ruben karma. I am the knight. <laughs> I am vengeance. I am karma. <laughs> I am Ruben Hood. <laughs> It's electrifying as well. So I am Karma Electra. Karma, <laughs> karma Electra. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Whoa. Throw back to the nineties. Throw back. Ruben Hood. Uh, yeah, man. Ha- so just be bo- don't be boastful, bro. Have, have Humble you, yourself. Have you have you ever had don't be that? Be um, I mean, everyone's kind of had that moment of like, oh man, I've I've done this thing. I want to show it off. Mm. Like whether it's like a new phone or whatever, like or some nice shoes. You have one that you kind of go on, fuck, maybe I'm, someone's going to roll this. Like, I'm going to get rolled for this shit. Bro. Like, it happens. Do you, do you ever wear jewelry? I don't wear jewelry yeah. anymore. But, but I, like, I wear watches or I wear rings and stuff like that. Mm. Um, when I was younger, I remember getting rolled in the train. Yeah. For I'm pretty sure it was because the guy for saw a phone? Some, um, a watch. Okay. I had a watch that my dad had given me. Um, uh, it was a tag hewer watch. Oh, I would have rolled you. And, for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they saw. And I'm it. your friend. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and they, they were sitting on the train. It was just at Mount Druitt. Yeah. 
these 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 guys jumped onto the train. It was me and um, Davidson was there. Yeah, just two of us, uh, about eight uh, Islander guys. They surrounded us and they were being nice. They were just like, "Hey guys, you know, you, you go to this school? Oh yeah, do you know Malachi? Yeah, 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 we do." Blah blah blah. Talking as soon as the doors closed at Mount Druitt, and the train was leaving the station, one of them turns to me. He's like, "Hey, see that guy over there behind you? He's got a knife. He's got a knife. If you don't want to get stabbed today, yeah, give us your give us your money." I'm like, "Fuck, man." Holy shit! Um, yeah, he, he he took my watch. He was trying to take my phone. Like he, I was like, "No, nah, you can't take my watch." That's my dad. My dad gave me that. He's like, "You're not going to see your dad anymore if you if you don't give me a watch, right?" So I gave it to him. He looked. He took one look at my phone. It was one of those Alcatel, like way back in the days, phones. <laughs> he looks at it and goes, "No, nah, you can keep your phone." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that was an orange. Yeah, it was like orange. The, the, yeah, that was the, the provider. Yeah. Yeah, 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 orange Alcatel. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it was. One it looked like a calculator. <laughs> yeah, I that's that the one. <laughs> I felt it's sorry a flip for flip phone. Bro, I, so just the stories <laughs> of like getting rolled or getting um, robbed or whatever. Like this back in the day, uh, all of us like high school kids and stuff. Yeah. We'd walk towards like the bus stop. Hmm. And there's this dude who would roll all the kids as they walked past him. Yeah, yeah, and um. There, there was one kid who, uh, I mean, he'd roll them for like even their bus pass, because that shit's valuable to other people. You, you know, people be able to get around and yeah, stuff yeah. without having to use of money. So this, they took this kid's bus pass, and the kid was like, "Well, how am I gonna get home, man?" And then so the guy that was robbing these students, he ended up getting one of his like henchmen or whatever. Yes. Hey, give this guy a lift home. <laughs> <laughs> so well, he ended up being a good Samaritan. <laughs> give him a lift home. Fuck. Oh, bro, like, how did you feel, bro? Did you feel like you've been slighted and was like, oh, I wish you took it because then now I feel shit with this phone. <laughs> like, imagine I just like, cut down your yourself. Uh, imagine like, you get, you're getting robbed. <laughs> they go to one of your things and like, you know, we don't need this one. <laughs> we don't need this phone. He it's thought, okay. He thought I had the latest Nokia, nah. yeah, yeah. And an orange phone, whatever the fuck that was. One of those flip things. It looked like, like one of the satellite phones where you have to like lift the antenna and then put it to your head. You know, they, they didn't even. They stole my money and they stole my integrity. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, feel. Please like, just steal it, man. If you can steal, just take it all. Okay. Make me feel good about myself. Yeah, no. I have good things. They came back the next day and they were like, "Hey, bro, he's a he's a thirty-two ten. Because they oh, felt sorry for man. me. He's a thirty-two ten, man. I traded um, your watch for this. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> do better. Do better. We got you a plan. Just, there's no insurance, but take care of it. Imagine that. That'd be like the it's, humble police, the humble, yeah. the humble robber. You know, the humble friggin' vigilante is like, he's, you don't need this car here. I'll take the car, steal it from you. <laughs> yeah. Come back with the loan that you can pay off your debt with. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got you a loan with a good interest rate. <laughs> I've come, I got all your loans, put it all together in one loan. So you only bro, pay you know what one. That is? That's Utan Clan. That's Utan Clan. <laughs> Utan Clan is back in the building, bro. That's how we do your financial advice. We take your car. 
Because we go, you know what? That car's too expensive for you. <laughs> yes. so we'll sell that shit we, and we'll give you a refinance um, Civic there with a uh, 2% interest rate. <laughs> and then the rest of the money that you got with it, pay off those two debts that you have. Yeah. And now you're just paying off one thing. Bro. Consolidation. Ruben Hood. Consolidation, Ruben Hood baby. and the Utan clan. Bro. Ruben Hood. <laughs> Giving you financial advice where you need it. Good. <laughs> Financial oh advice you didn't know you needed. <laughs> I just got robbed, but I, I, my house has been refinanced. So I think I'm good. Imagine <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Magic> testimonials. <laughs> uh, I would like to thank Ruben for stealing my car because I was too flashy. And can, after that, I came back with a good inst- inst- in- interest rate of, <laughs> that really saved me. $30,000. <laughs> so thank you. And now I'm well on my way to a to a comfortable retirement. Yeah. Do you know someone that needs to be humbled? <laughs> someone who is being mayabang. Someone That's who's just showing off their money, their their flashy utensils or flashy stuff that they don't need. <laughs> Call Ruben Hood. Ruben Hood. <laughs> 1 800. No more mayabang. <laughs> Still too many numbers. <laughs> no more mayabang. Boastless. Boastless. <laughs> Even like uh, the boastless chicken. There's no bones in the thing. It's the hum. Why? It's like it's like three dollars cheaper. Hum- humble chicken with the with the bones. Humble chicken. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. Uh, uh, good shit. Well, like, yeah, man. So, I really think that that we are saving the world by just robbing them of their. You know, a lot of people of need, need a, a, a dose of humility, though. That's it. You know? Yeah. Like, there's ones that are just, like, really overconfident, but haven't earned any of, like, there's no reason that they should be. Mm. You know what I mean? I think they're the type of people that talk in the third person. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, the fake it till you make it. Oh third person. It takes another arrogance to <sighs> talk in third person. Bro. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> ASAP. Is, uh, <laughs> imagine, imagine like, imagine talking to like trying to pick up a girl in the third person. Just like, Don thinks you're pretty. <laughs> Don thinks that you should come she back to Don's Don. place <laughs> and kiss Don. <laughs> She's like, who's Don? Yeah, that's me. I, uh, by the way, it's me. <laughs> you should. Don thinks you should kiss Don ASAP. As soon as Popuede. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good shit. Hey, bro. I love that shit, shit, bro. Is there such thing as a... (laughs) You know what? Like, when we were kids, right? And um, say you got siblings and that too, but like, say your your mom asks you to like wash the dishes or something. Mm. And then you kind of be sly and then you tell your siblings, you go, hey, mom told me to tell you to go wash the dishes. Is that speaking in the fourth person now? So I've been your mom. You got the wishes to to watch, but really she didn't. Yeah. Or like when you when you're asking for uh, permission, and and dad goes, "Oh, ask your mom," and then you, when you ask my dad, "What did your dad say?" Yeah. Your dad said to ask you to uh, if I could go to this. So it's like it's not even third anymore. It's like yeah. there's another step. Yeah, the fourth person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The exception. It's asking Asception Asception I think Asception is a different one That's why you control the narrative Because like you can really fuck things up (laughs) If they keep passing you back and forth Like the tennis Yeah yeah, yeah. And then You can be like You know what You know That said this 
unified front. Yeah, if you do that, just like uh, ask your mom. Like, um, just leave. Just hey, mom, dad said it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you sure? Aligned. Yeah, ask your dad. <laughs> yeah, no, dad said it's fine. Then you're just laying in bed, just listening to your parents argue. <laughs> <laughs> I never said anything. <laughs> Are you telling me that our son's a liar? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then when they get a divorce, they go, oh, you know, it's not your fault. Sure. <laughs> sure, it's not my you, fault. It, Flashbacks. It is, it is your fault. My dad said yes. <laughs> yeah. It is your fault. Oh, That's boy, dark as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark as fuck. Yeah. You know, you know, when like you said in a strip club, just going back and forth, like dancing for tips, and it's like, oh, I wish my parents never divorced. <laughs> 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 I should have just, you know, uh, no. I should have just asked my dad. <laughs> I shouldn't have lied. Oh god! Whilst your ass is like clapping and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, shout out to all the strippers, by the way. Uh, the music background is like, not, you shouldn't <laughs> lie. You shouldn't lie. You shouldn't lie to your parents. You shouldn't lie to your parents. You shouldn't lie to your parents. <laughs> now you're a stripper. It's my now song. You're a stripper. Now you're a stripper. Because you lied to your parents. Oh, lied to your parents. Lied to your parents. <laughs> he didn't say yes. Is that the new one? Is that the new one he by didn't Little say John? Yes. <laughs> is that the new one by Little John and the Ying Yang Twins? Just the worldwide. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You're lying to your parents. Yeah, man. Now, this is like, um, what do you call it? Uh, Malid John. Maliit na John. And Mayo. the Ning-Nang twins. <laughs> Ning-Nang twins. <laughs> the Ning-Nang twins. Shouldn't lie to your parents. Shouldn't lie to your parents. Hey, little mommy, been lying to your parents. Don't be mayabang. Don't be mayabang. <laughs> you end up stripping. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, the, that's the last resort. Oh, oh man. All right, cool. <laughs> This is the part of the show we call the Chico Stash, where we showcase some music from local or global last week, this week, or the one in the future. Because mm. we like showcasing music just for you guys. Mm. And we always start with Don doing stuff. What song do you want to showcase for the Chico Stash? I'm going to go local again. Uh, this is a song by Stan Walker called Don't Worry Baby. Um, it's it's also features a, a female vocalist called Selena Sharma. So this is Don't Worry Baby. Stan Walker and Selena Sharma. It's got like this. I love the groove on this song, man. Sounds like um, the Elton John song and Super Rich Kids. We should saw it. It reminds me of. um. Oh, there was a song with Kendrick Lamar and um, it's called Love. But it's that vibe with the um, with that piano. The vibe is very super rich, kids. Yeah, yeah, Frank Ocean. But Stan Walker, man, his voice is amazing. See, back to that conversation where, you know, you can't really sue someone that sounds has a similar melody. Yeah, yeah. Then we can't be like, oh, this sounds like this, sounds like that. Like, yeah. we can tell where it's pulling from because we have to have a swing. Jump. Yeah, we have to bring comparison into it, right? Sing it, Stan. Holy shit. Like I heard this playing on the radio, so like sometimes I, 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 I've, I've got a Spotify subscription, but I still listen to the radio. Would sometimes. you swim? Would you swim in the ocean for someone? I would try my best to swim good. Yes. Yeah. 
Even from the beach to the boat. Yeah. <laughs> For the boys. <laughs> For the boys, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is Selena Sharma singing. Hey. I haven't heard of her before, but she's got an amazing voice. And that was Don't Worry Baby by Stan Walker. Yeah, we were saying Selena like you, I would swim through Stan an Walker. ocean for you. Like all these songs about like how, what, what would you do and the lengths you would go for the significant other or your, your love interest. Mm. There's less things that you can, that there's less music about the things and the lengths you would go to hang with the boys. <laughs> Are you saying we should make a song? We yeah, should we should make a song. Later. The Cheat Coders song now. Like, I would lie to my significant <laughs> for you. So oh, I can the song, hang yeah. with the boys. Hang with the boys. Hang with the boys. Hang with the boys. I would say that the hangout is so boring, but I'm having fun hanging with boys. Hang <laughs> with the boys. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Not hanging with boys. Hanging with the boys. <laughs> hang on the boys. <laughs> <laughs> for the we'll, boys we'll, we'll workshop for that one the boys that's the that's the the latest single from Raf Flores yeah, for the boys for the boys <laughs> what links would you go just to hang with the boys I, know, I can understand why no one's made that song <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I reckon they know they it'll can anger, really it'll anger a lot of significant others I <laughs> yeah, think yeah, that's, yeah. that's for sure oh that's hilarious I don't really want to hang out with you <laughs> alright so what song do you want to showcase on the cheat code stash uh, the song's called Tony Braxton by Theory is Everything Ooh. hey Tony Braxton shout out to Theory shout outs yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got Afro swing in there no one she got my attraction so fly why are we calling her in particular? Because she's hot. That's all you need to know. Fair. Completely fair. Where's this person from? Uh, Yonkers. Yonkers. New York. New York. Bro, what a throwback reference Tony Braxton. I like this song. Killing 16s, but I'm not R. Kelly. Passing like a seesaw party at the telly. We can do it. Tell me the greatest of that one. He rhymes attraction with Tony Braxton. That's that's amazing. That's probably the reason she why she is attractive. She is I mean, attractive. Yeah, this is a dope song. Shout out to Tony Braxton. Shout out and uh, and shout outs to who's the person. Theory is everything. Theory, Theory is everything. Shout outs. I love that shit. Okay, I'm gonna play. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to play Sin Santos's new track. An artist from Melbourne, I believe, and it's called Vibe With Me. Sin Santos. Guitar, good start, good start. Good start with the guitar. Oh, a little bit of Spanish vibe in there. Yeah. 
Makes you wanna go do some salsa. Also with the Afro swing beat. Oh, he's Filipino. I always like hearing the Galo song. Mm. Like I can't always understand it. This is nice, man. Like some type of healing. Hey. Yeah. Why don't you stay over there in Melbourne? Oh, yeah. I did a song with um, Elo and Timba with the zone. Um, not Elo, Elo, Timba, and um, Zoilo. They did the remix of the zone. The zone. Oh, okay. Zones. Yeah, he yeah. was on that track. Nice. I like this. I'm glad you chose me. I got this feeling when you approach me. Hold me tight. Don't worry, it's gonna be all right. Shall be so sad. Everything feels so well fucking done. Well done. No lies. Hey, that was in Santos. That was vibe with me. His latest song. Nice. Got a little Tagalog in it, so it's really appropriate to play. Coming from Australia. Yeah, Yeah. I love that shit. Man. Let's challenge some Filipino artists that are in like Australia to add some of your native tongue in in the in the songs. Add some Mm. Tagalog, even some Ilocano or Basayan. That'd be so awesome. Like you know. That'd be so dope, adding a little more Filipino flavor into the music. Mm. Yeah. Bro. Something that we can, um, you know, technically into, you know what I mean? Could you technically link to that? <laughs> That'd be like heaps faster. <laughs> technically, what would you call it? You know, the Gabba thing, the Gabba thing that people do nowadays, that's kind of like Yeah, that's, yeah that's Just imagine the sticks like going back and forth, you know? <laughs> I'm picturing that shit now. <laughs> At every raves, but the technically yeah, it's yeah. like a massive um, glow stick. <laughs> you have to break that. Oh, that'd thing. be crazy! It's like these the the, the yeah, yeah, nan lights. These could be the technically right the nan here. Lights. Yeah, and then, not, not these ones a, specific, no, 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 specifically because I need this for work. But that's a that's a good, yeah, that'd be a good way to break nan lights. That's yeah. a, <laughs> smashing them on the ground and smashing them together. Oh, oh my gosh! You know, you know how everyone's got those gloves too, and then you'd be tidying and stuff, and mm. there's like lights in your fingertips. Yeah, yeah. That could be that that dance that you do with the candle lights. What are they called? Stuff. What's that like? What's that dance called? Uh, pandango sailao. Apparently, you do that shit with your fingertips. Pandango sailao. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> what we else went do you to do? do? <laughs> apparently, so we went to a Bayani Han uh, community meetup recently, and they'd said that um, somebody had said that the Filipino martial arts or that those dances, the tinikling, the um, the light dance as well, was a way to hide the um, martial arts. Fighting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that that's that's a way that to kind of um like yeah the, in part of their self defense and the stick fighting and stuff like that. Kind of like um what the Brazilians were doing. Yeah, with uh, capoeira. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. So good, man. I don't know how you're gonna wait. So the technically stuff. How do you mm. fight whilst doing that? I guess it's footwork. <laughs> how you yeah, do? it is pretty much footwork. Right? Plus the oh, people. that's straving, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like this, like jumping back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you got you've got the guys yeah. with the sticks. You yeah. Know, they, they're, they're working out their their weaponry and all that stuff. Right. Oh man, we're discovering some shit. Wow. I, I I do want to learn ankle more. ankle breakers. Those ones. Yeah, that's the one. I, we're I, gonna do the nickling one time on a Patreon event. I man, I'll do that shit easy. Easy. Yeah. I mean, I'm. 
probably not, but I'm just going to be very... I would love to do Most cool right now. I'm going to be mayabang. Mayabang. Uh, I mean, any of you guys want to cut me down right now and be the... I'm going to take your dance skills, bro. I'm going to rob them from you. Your dance skills. I'll take your You're going to be at the nickling thing. You'll be like forgetting how to do it. You're like, damn, I wish I wasn't mayabang, bro. Because now I don't know how to do this no, shit. No, I, I, would lo- I would love to learn how to do the, the, the nickling and also the, the light dance as well. Yeah. Because that would be sick, man. And then... I want to know how that kind of ties into the martial arts of it all. Because mm-hmm. during lockdown, I was trying to learn Eskrima. I was just watching videos and then trying to... Because I bought the sticks and everything. So we should... Um, that would be sick. Yeah. Just do tinikling and then hit people. Stepping. Their ankles are going to hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You could be the tinikling king, bro. Tinikling king. Tinik king. No, that's just the king of Tinik. <laughs> of bones. Yeah. Fish bones. <laughs> <laughs> you know who will destroy the king of like fish bones? The, the ones that have been born with <laughs> yeah. the, the breech babies. Yeah. The breech babies, bro. <laughs> they could turn into a clan. It's like no fish bone can stop this clan, bro. <laughs> we were eating we were eating lunch today after my uh my nephew's um holy communion and Ken was eating some fish and he's like he's like, Well with my luck I'm gonna get a, a fish bone stuck in my throat and I was looking around I'm like, Do we have any breech babies yeah. here? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like some like some residual um like the power's kind of been passed down. You go, oh, we need a son of a breach. <laughs> <laughs> son of a breach. <laughs> oh, nice. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. And we'll just end it on that. So <laughs> where can they find you guys? Um, we'll start off with Don. Where can they find you, Don? Hit me up on www.dondoingstuff.online. That's my website. At Don Doing Stuff on all the socials. Uh, Don Valix on Spotify and all music streaming platforms. If you want to listen to my music, that's on there. I've released uh, uh, a two-song EP sort of thing called Waiting Finally. Uh, two songs on there on Spotify. To be real, your platforms. cover looks like a Filipino karaoke CD. Yeah, does it? It does. It's like, you know, with the with the artist in front smiling. <laughs> it feels like some Martin Navarro type of shit. <laughs> well, that's a it looked like a Martin Navarro greatest hits um, album. Man, album. if I'm being compared to Martin Navarro, that isn't that is an hey, honor. Shout outs to Kwa Nguyen for um, shooting that. Uh, he, he like took those photos of me ages ago. It was like almost two years ago last when he took those photos. So Sikwa. 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 Yeah, Sikwa. Hey. Sikwa. <laughs> And Garcia, where can they find you? Uh, SOE underscore Garcia on Instagram. Can I shout something out real quick? For oh, sure. Man. Oh. You can't shout anything. Oh, right. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait till next time. <laughs> do it, do it. Do it. Now, um, if you follow uh, Purse Up Gives on Instagram, so basically it's just a few people that, um, you know, it's like an online community. It's been um, uh, kind of made like a, like a, a passion to give back. So uh, it, during Christmas, we organized ones where well, they organized ones where buying um the children like a bunch of like jolly beer meals and stuff right? and this Love is like the local orphanage Love it. and um uh the next one now uh we're looking at um you know stuff that you can bring from like food and stuff um uh, could be stuff from the, the drugstore like things it's like you know, essentials yeah exactly yeah kind of pricey right now given the climate yeah yeah uh, all is in. so um yeah if you want to help out or like just interested in um uh, back. Yeah, you can follow Post Up Gives on Instagram. Post Up Gives, Instagram. Hey, shout outs to Post Up Gang. Shout outs. 
And also shout outs to Flipside Apparel. That's what I'm wearing right now. Shout Flipside out. Urban Apparel. Yeah. Hey. The noise in the hood. The noise shirt, in man. the hood. I love bro. that shit. Hey. So um, you can find me rafflores.hyperl or rafflores.com or hyperlbrand.com. Where can they find the cheat coders? The cheat coders.com. Hey. I can't hear on the headphones because I'm. It's not playing because you haven't turned up the volume. Okay. There you go. <laughs> And now you have listened to another episode <laughs> of the Chicoder. <laughs> hey.